I'm sure you know by now that being a business owner isn't all glitz and glam, even if there are people on social media making it appear that way. Business ownership is full of highs and lows, the great and not so great, celebrations and challenges, successes and struggles. And it's important to openly talk about it all and normalize the honest truth about being a business owner. And that's exactly what we're doing in this episode. So let's dive in. Hey there, I'm Sean Miner, and this is Unstuck Entrepreneur. I'm a former nutritionist who turned a struggling, stressful nutrition practice into a thriving, freedom-filled online business where I work from home in my sweatpants while reaching and helping thousands of people all at the same time. Now I'm obsessed with showing other heart-centered coaches, practitioners, and solopreneurs how to build a business and life they love. Consider this podcast your safe space to learn both the inner work and practical strategies required to build the impactful, profitable business of your dreams. No hustle, grind, or long hours required. That's right, hustle culture, not welcome here. Let's get into today's session. Hey, hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Unstuck Entrepreneur Podcast. So grateful to have you checking out the show today. I have not recorded a podcast episode in a very long time, probably about a month, and so much has happened since then. So we have lots of updates to get to and also some really important truths about entrepreneurship, about being a business owner, and just really having this open, honest conversation today. So first, let's start with a little bit of a personal update. If you follow me on social media or get my emails, then you know I have spent the past nine months living in a less than ideal situation. I think I've even talked about it on the podcast over the past nine months too, because it was a big situation going on in my life. It was something that was very mentally and emotionally challenging for me. It was something that really wanted to take me out of alignment and did take me out of alignment on several occasions over the past nine months. And it just was a big thing in my life. And so I am very happy to report to you that we have officially moved back to Boulder, Colorado. This is my home. This is where I have spent the past 10 years. And then uh, just to give you a very brief history, I spent past 10 years here, bought a condo, met my now wife, condo became too small, sold the condo. And then because of the insane housing market, that was in uh, May of 2021, couldn't find anywhere to live, rent by nothing. It was a very, very low inventory of homes here. And so we took that as the opportunity or maybe the sign that we were not supposed to live here anymore, that there was something else out there for us, and we moved. And we wanted to keep things really open and up in the air and have the ability to either come back or find another place to go. And so we moved in with family. And that was in Colorado Springs. And more specifically, that was with my mother-in-law. We had tons of space. We had an entire floor to ourselves. Uh, It was probably the best living with family situation that you could have. Uh, But still, you know, living with family, not ideal, not where we wanted to live. We quickly realized after about three weeks 
of living in Colorado Springs that it wasn't the right place for us. Uh, And luckily, both my wife and I agreed pretty quickly that that wasn't the right place for us, the right situation, none of it. And so then we spent basically eight months trying to get back to Boulder, realizing that's really where our home was, that's where our heart is. This is the place that we want to grow old together in and just live the Boulder life together. And so then we spent tons of time trying to come back here and trying to find a place and trying to kind of, it's so competitive. So trying to be the first people, trying to be the best people. It just was a really long process. And in the meantime, living in a space that wasn't mine, that I felt like I was a guest in someone's home for nine months, that really wears on you. And so I was very happy and am very happy and I'm beyond grateful that we are now home. And so I am recording this episode from my new home office in our new townhouse in Boulder. It is something we are renting for now, and it's wonderful. It's perfect. It's amazing. We love it. The location is spectacular, and we're living the life. So I'm really happy to report that. And that was a big is actually going to be a big piece of what we talk about today because it happened really quickly. As I said, I recorded last about a month ago, and that was because I was pre-recording episodes for our honeymoon. We were going to be going on our honeymoon and wanted to have some uh, podcast episodes in the bank so that you had a new episode while I was on my honeymoon. And then the week after, always kind of a hard transition to make from uh, vacation. And then I was doing the launch of Holistic Business Starter, so knew it was going to be a busy week and wanted to have a podcast episode for you during that week too. But what happened is the day before we went on our honeymoon, like literally we're driving to the airport to stay overnight because we had an early morning flight. And on that drive, we stopped by to see this townhouse. And we basically told the landlord that we wanted it that day. That's what you kind of have to do in this market. And I think a lot of you can agree. If you tried to find a home in the past year or so, you got to make a decision super quick. And so we let him know we wanted it and then spent our honeymoon signing the lease, putting the deposit, transferring that money over, also having a mold inspection on this home and having to go through that all from a different country, which was a big ordeal. And for those that don't know, both my wife and I are super sensitive to mold, have had mold illness, toxic mold exposure, and chronic inflammatory response syndrome from that. So we both have to be really super careful about where we live and if there's been water damage or unresolved water damage still going on. That's something that is really important, which makes it even harder to find a home, especially in Boulder, Colorado, which went through a massive flood. Anyway, getting off topic, let's get back to the honeymoon. So we're going through having this amazing honeymoon, but not quite as relaxing as one would think because we are doing all of this for our home also, but still super grateful to be doing that. No problem. Let's let's get it going. 
And then I come back, and like I mentioned, it was the week before Holistic Business Starter was opening its doors, so I'm preparing for that. I'm preparing for my live workshop, and we're also kind of in limbo with the move because of some things that we needed our landlord to fix or to look into before we could really take on the lease and start moving in. So that was all going on the week we get back from the honeymoon, and it was just a lot of balls in the air. So then Monday comes, and now we're kind of moving into like a business update because what we're talking about here will roll into the topic of today's podcast. So Monday rolls around. It's my free live workshop. Hundreds of people have registered. I'm super excited. It's one of my favorite things to do. And I'm going through Monday morning. We're having a great time. It's about an hour and 15 minutes. And I get out, I'm done with this live workshop. Enrollment for Holistic Business Starter has officially opened. People are asking questions, people are excited. And I go to my wife who knows all this is going on. And she, in that time that I was doing the live workshop, had uh, scheduled our move for the following Monday. And that is obviously very quick turnaround to pack your life up and move towns but we kind of didn't really have any choice because we were chasing or trying to be ahead of this pretty big snowstorm that was coming that week. So, and just as a side note, as we were dropping the U-Haul off, done unpacking it, done moving everything, it started to snow and it didn't stop for three days, basically. It was on and off for three days straight and it was super cold, like negative temperatures. So we timed it perfectly, but that also meant that the week of my launch where I was enrolling new members of Holistic Business Starter and had all these plans to really be present on social media and be answering all these questions and do some live stuff that week, Well, that was suddenly out the window because now I have a week to pack my life up, organize everything, and get it ready to move. Uh, So it is just the way that everything worked out, but there was a lot of reminding in that week of what it really is like to be a business owner sometimes and what we have to let go of and how often we just have to kind of allow it to unfold the way that it's meant to. There were some other issues, which I'll talk about later in the episode two that happened this week, specifically with the launch that made it a completely different ball game. And I had to just let it go because I didn't have the ability to spend the time trying to figure it out and still be able to move the following Monday. So that is a little bit of a personal and business update for you. And now let's get into the meat of this episode. And really, I wanted to do this specific topic just to have this real, open, honest conversation about what it's really like being a business owner. And I know most of you listening already are business owners, which is great. So this episode really is one where you'll probably just be nodding your head in agreement a lot. You'll be kind of remembering or being reminded of these things to hopefully help you feel better where you're at right now. And I want to have that conversation so that 
you know that we're all doing this together. You're not alone in how you're feeling and what is or is not going on for you. This is something that we can really create a community around and this shared expression around having this honest conversation about what it takes and what we go through sometimes as business owners. And there are also people out there listening, some of you who haven't started your business yet. Also, totally cool and great and amazing, but this episode will hopefully help you normalize the feelings that you're having right now, kind of future predicting what may or may not go on for you, some of the fears you're experiencing about your future business. So let's dive in. I have four, I think, kind of more difficult to handle emotions, we'll call it. I don't want to say bad or negative or anything like that, but some on that spectrum. And then I have four that are on the amazing spectrum. So we'll start with the lower end and move our way up. First of all, the real honest truth about business ownership is that it's hard. And I know you're thinking, Sean, you always say that your business doesn't have to be hard. That is kind of my MO. And I stand by it. I love showing you all how to have your business not be hard because I don't believe that it has to be that way. But let's take a second to talk about what it means when things are hard. That's what we really have to dive into here because when things are hard for you, when you have really determined this thing is hard or it's because your mind has made that thing hard. And more specifically, your stories, your fears, your beliefs, the thoughts that you have that line up with all those things, that's what makes business hard or really anything in your life hard. It's coming from your mind. And having a business is something that your ego or that mind is going to have a lot of resistance towards. It's going to have a lot of chatter around. It's going to talk about it a lot. There's just going to be a lot of mental stories and chatter and fears that are going to make it feel hard. And I want to acknowledge that because it is normal, it is natural, it is expected, it happens to all of us. It's going to continue to happen. It's not like all of a sudden you just decide that you're not going to have your business be hard and then it's not. It's as is everything that we do, especially when it comes to this mindset and inner work. It's an ongoing process. There is something that you need to continue to remind yourself of in order to kind of turn that switch off of like, yeah, I feel this resistance. I feel like I'm making things harder than they need to be or the perspective that I have right now is making it seem hard and I have the ability to shift that because that's really what is going on here. Business can be and is hard, but it doesn't have to be hard because you have the choice of how hard you make it and it is 100% dependent on your own mind, which is also then dependent on how much inner work you've done, how much you've shifted within you, and how much you've let go of. How often 
you connect and lead with your intuition. It's these kinds of things that make your business less hard. It is, there's nothing that you can do from like a strategic, practical perspective to make your business less hard. Yes, there are you know, systems you can put into place and processes that maybe make it run smoothly and that may ease some of the like tactical hardness of like, what do I do? How do I do it? But the emotion or the feeling of this is hard isn't going to go away. Those emotions that really pop up that are all based on those thoughts that you're having and those beliefs that you have inside of you, that's going to keep things feeling hard no matter how smoothly your business runs on the outside. And so that's why I just wanted to have the conversation and really put this as the front and center first one is that business is hard. And it is hard because it is one of the biggest things that you can have a kind of limiting or scarcity mindset around. It's something that really brings up a lot of fears in us and a lot of stories. There's just a lot riding on it. And your mind really can run wild with that and really will run wild with that. And it is up to us to recognize that and acknowledge it and understand what your mind is trying to do, which is to protect you and keep you safe and keep everything as is. And you can't do that with a business. You can't stay safe in your comfort zone. You can't not take risks and have a business. So, you know, it's one of those things where we have to reach beyond where our minds want to go. And that's hard. So acknowledging it and accepting that that's going to come up for you, but then also understanding it doesn't have to be. And that is something that you have 100% control of. And so something that you can try out the next time you're feeling like, man, business is hard. I'm not growing as much as I want to. I can't seem to get any clients. I'm not making any money. Why do I feel like I'm coming up against this brick wall? Instead of saying this is hard, what if you take it as an opportunity to learn? Because that's really all it is. If something isn't happening for you, there is a lesson to be learned there. There is a pivot or a shift to be made. And it's kind of hard to see that when you're just thinking it's hard. And you're like, ugh, this is so hard. It's not happening I don't like this. I thought this was going to feel better than it does. I thought I was going to have more success more easily. What is going on? Instead of getting into that place, which it's totally normal to get into and feel free to be in it, but then step out of it and be like, okay, actually what's happening here is there's an opportunity to learn something and to make a shift and to change what I'm up to. What is that? And then you can get curious about it and it makes it feel a lot better and you also are learning something, learning what not to do ever again, or learning a new way to show up or whatever it may be. And uh, you'll also move your business forward because it's really hard to move your business forward when you're just in this place of this is hard. Okay. But, But also just expect as a business owner, we all have days, weeks, months where business feels hard. It just feels like nothing is working. It feels like nothing's happening. Seems like everything's stacked against us. That is normal and expected. But what do you do in that place? That is what really matters. All right, the next one. 
The real truth about being a business owner is that it requires patience. And this is one I see people forgetting all the time. We all want this immediate gratification of what we're doing, what we're putting out, who we're talking to, the services we provide are working. And that is not something that typically happens in business. And I know there are tons of people who flaunt their overnight success on Instagram or wherever you're hanging out that you're seeing that. And there are people who have grown a massive following in like a week. There are people who have made a million dollars in their first year of business. But just remember that for every one of those stories you hear, there are millions of stories you don't hear about the dedication, the perseverance, the persistence, and the patience it took for someone to get their business off the ground. Those stories of overnight success are like such a tiny fraction of the overall business ownership world. (laughs) Such a tiny fraction. The vast majority of people, it required patience, persistence, perseverance, and dedication. For me personally, I think I've shared this before. I know I have shared this before. It took three and a half years of literally barely surviving, uh, racking up my credit card bills, um, not quite able to pay my bills or to live off what I was making for three and a half years before I started gaining traction in my business. I had a program that I tried to sell four times and zero people bought it in those four times. I had tons of ideas that never went anywhere. I just kept going for three and a half years and then things started happening because it is something that requires patience. It very much is this situation of like the snowball effect where, you know, you roll it, roll it, roll it, and it grows and grows and grows, but it takes time to do that in most cases. It is normal for your business to take a while to get it to the level that you want it to be at. It's not going to happen overnight. Have patience. And for a lot of people, they're willing to have patience because They're passionate about their business. They know what it's capable of. They know who they want to help and the contribution that they want to make. And that is what is needed, quite honestly, to fuel that patience. Because if you don't have that, if you don't have the passion and you don't have the vision, then it's hard to be patient about anything, really. So, and the same rule applies to your business. And patience, when I say this, it doesn't mean waiting, doing nothing, just thinking about things, but then never taking action or taking action that really isn't, wouldn't ever build your business. It's like behind the scenes stuff that nobody even sees or or knows you're doing. That's not what patience is. It comes with a side of commitment and persistence consistently taking inspired action and being willing to do what it takes to grow consistently and persistently. And most importantly, this is what I see so often and it just like breaks my heart. 
not giving up just because the first thing didn't work or the second thing didn't work or nobody bought your course or nobody signed up for your one-on-one services. And so you just assume that it is a failure, that you're not doing something right, that you'll never figure it out, that nobody wants to work with you, that you're not good enough and blah, blah, blah. We go all the way down into this rabbit hole. And that is so not what is going on. What's really going on is you're not practicing patience. That is what it takes. I promise you, when you consistently go after it, especially when it feels like nobody wants it, nobody's listening, you're never going to get this thing off the ground. If you keep going, that's when things come together. And one more important thing about patience, too, is that the time that you are doing this persistent, consistent thing and being patient with it all, that time is not wasted. It is actually incredibly precious and invaluable to you. The time it's taking to build your business, that all is happening for a reason, There are nuggets of wisdom in every moment of that time, as long as you're willing to see it as that, as long as you're willing to pick up on those nuggets and take action on them. There is just so much invaluable information that you can use to learn and grow that you probably actually need to learn in order to take you to that next level that you want to get to. There's a reason why it's not happening as quickly as you want it to, and it's because you're not ready. And if you use that time to get ready and to take what you're learning and build on it so that you are ready, well, then it will all fall into place exactly as it should. So please use that time wisely and learn from it and grow from it. All right, moving on. The honest truth about being a business owner is that things go wrong all the time. Basically, if you can just plan on things going wrong all the time, no matter how well you plan things out, you'll be in a really good spot. (laughs) You won't let it get to you whatsoever. And if you are a perfectionist and you want to let go of your perfectionism, become an entrepreneur. You will have to let it go to make anything happen. The thing is, just stuff happens. Things that you could never predict, that never had happened before, you don't know what's going on or why, you can't figure it out. It happens and it happens a lot. Now, the good news is that rarely is that thing that happened actually catastrophic or even a big deal at all or really even that anyone else would notice or care about but you. So that's the good thing. And I'm talking things like, broken links or typos, sending the wrong email at the wrong time. This stuff just happens all the time. I mean, we're working with so many different pieces of technology. We're relying on so many different things. There's just a lot going on in our heads. And so sending the wrong email, who cares? No big deal. Just say, oops, send the wrong email and move along. And the same thing really with the bigger stuff that goes wrong too, which will also happen quite a bit. And 
I think it's really all about the perspective that you take with it. So let me give you an example. Let's go back to the launch of Holistic Business Starter, which was a few weeks ago now. And like I mentioned, I did a free live workshop to kick off the launch. Many of you signed up, which was great. Many of you were there live, also wonderful. And then the next day, I started getting emails from some of you saying that you had never received the link to join the live call. And I got more and more and more and more. More than I've, I mean, I've never had that happen before at all. And so way more than I expected if maybe there was just someone that, you know, didn't see it or somehow wasn't getting the emails delivered, but it was happening a lot. And really, it also made a lot of sense because for the amount of you all that had registered to attend the live workshop, the actual number of attendees was very low, like a percentage that just wouldn't almost be possible for the amount of people that wanted to be there. And, you know, of course, there are some that watch the replay, like a pretty significant amount, but not that much. So it was already kind of, I was thrown off a little bit by that, and it now started to make sense. Anyway, I contact my email service provider to see if something had happened or if they could figure it out. And basically, just because of the links I was using or something like that, a large percentage of the emails went into people's junk folder. So they never got these emails of the reminder of the live workshop or the link to join or anything like that. This has never happened before. I didn't do anything different. So this wasn't even on my radar as something that could go wrong, but it did. It went wrong and my only option at that point was to try to personally send emails to hundreds of people and I was in the week of packing and moving, so I just couldn't do that. And I had to take a different perspective on it. I could have very easily gotten super upset, really annoyed, really frustrated because all these people that could have potentially been great candidates and and paying clients of Holistic Business Starter after being a part of that free live workshop and being able to learn and hang out with me for a while before making their decision, it didn't happen. It wasn't an option. They didn't get the emails. They weren't there. They were still not getting emails. And it is something that obviously affected that launch quite a bit. And the amount of new clients potentially to come into my world. And so I could have gotten super upset, but I had to take a different perspective on it. And for me, that is remembering and knowing that when things go wrong, it's not going to affect what's meant to happen with your business. It just simply can't. By way of the laws of the universe, it cannot upset or disrupt what is meant to happen. And so I knew then that the people that were meant to come into Holistic Business Starter for this spring 2022 class were going to be in it. Whether they received the information or not, whether they were getting emails in their junk folder or not, they were going to be in that group. 
and I just had to surrender to the knowing of that. And it made a huge difference. And guess what? The people that are meant to be in HBS right now are in HBS right now. And I didn't have to make it mean something else. And I didn't have to get into this whole like tornado of negative emotion around it. I could just stay calm and know that what is meant to happen for that launch is going to happen even if something goes wrong. And I want you to remember that too. Even if all these things go wrong, which happen all the time, none of that is going to keep what's meant to happen from happening in your business. All right, next. The truth about being a business owner is that you don't always achieve your goals. Ooh, goals, we got to talk about it. And dare I say that it's normal to not hit your goals? Now, this doesn't mean don't set goals or don't work towards your goals or just throw them all out the window. I think it's great to have goals if you are approaching them in a way that actually works for you. And let me talk about that a little bit here. So if you set a goal and then you do everything possible that you can think of to reach that goal, then the goal worked. The goal did its job. Even if you're nowhere near hitting that goal, it still pushed you. It made you do things that were probably outside of your comfort zone. You actually showed up and that is what matters. I just feel like people get too attached to the actual like number of their goals and I think that's what really gets in the way of the goal itself. So just know you're not going to hit all of your goals. Heck, you may never hit a goal. And that's okay. That happens to all of us. It is to be expected. And it does not mean that you or your business or your offer or your service are a failure or doomed or no one will ever want your stuff or you're no good at this. That is not what Hitting or not hitting a goal means, and that's what I mean by being attached to your goal, is that you make it mean something. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything except that you had a goal that you didn't hit. The end. It's all. So showing up for that goal is what really matters. That's what really ends up moving the needle in your business is having a goal as kind of like this checkpoint and then building your strategy or your ideas or what you're going to do based on that goal. And so when you don't hit a goal, a really good check-in is asking yourself, did I do everything I could to make it happen? Did I do everything I can think of to reach that goal? And if you did, great. And if you didn't, then learn from it and try again the next time. That's all. That's all we can do. And when you're in the process, when you have a goal that you're looking to reach, then that is a very similar check-in for you to do is, am I doing everything possible, everything I know how to do, everything I can think of to reach that goal? And I can tell you from experience, it's almost always no. (laughs) There is 
always something more that you can do that you're not doing because you don't want to or you don't feel like learning or it's too scary, it's too far outside your comfort zone, you don't want anyone to judge you, you don't feel comfortable. You know, there's just so much else that it could be. And there's always something more that you can do. And I'm, again, saying that from personal experience because I do ask myself that every single time and the answer is pretty much always no. And I'm like, okay, fine. What else do I need to do? And then I think of something and I do it. And that's what it really takes. All right, now let's get into the good stuff. So we just went through four things of just kind of the real, like the real truth. Like, yeah, things go wrong and it feels hard a lot of the time. You're going to make a bunch of mistakes. You're not going to hit your goals. Like all that stuff is not so great, but there's also a ton of good stuff. First of all, it is incredibly rewarding. You get to help other people. You get to solve a problem. You get to be of service and you get to make it all happen on your terms and you are building it from the ground up. That is some cool, amazing stuff and something to feel really, really good about. It's just, it's so rewarding when you actually come back out of that like, oh, this is hard. Why is anything happening? Why do I feel like I'm up against a brick wall? Why do I feel like there's so much I still need to learn? There's so much I'm not doing that I need to do. Like that's all mental chatter that we can really get into and really get stuck in for like long periods of time as a business owner. But when you actually take a step back and step out of it a little bit more, then you can see how rewarding the work that you are doing is, how you are helping people and connecting with people and building this community and just being of service. Like that is so rewarding. And that is something that not everyone who, you know, is going to work for someone else or is just has a job just to have a job can say. Um, A lot of people can, and that's great too. But if you are doing this for yourself and really seeing the benefits of it in other people, that is freaking cool, right? All right, the next one is that it's incredibly freeing. Now, as you know, this is the most important one for me personally, is having that autonomy, having flexibility, having freedom, having space, making my own decisions, doing my own thing, marching to the beat of my own drum. (laughs) That is me. That is me as a person. And so flowing that into my business has meant everything to me. I am not meant to work for someone else. I am meant to have my own ideas and to be able to explore those ideas. I'm just meant to let it all flow. And you probably are too, if you're in the business of having your own business. And this is probably also something that is of high value to you is to have that freedom and flexibility and space to do your own thing and make it happen for yourself. Oh my gosh, there is just no better feeling to me to wake up every morning and just know that I'm living my life on my terms in every way. I mean, yes, I am in a partnership, so there's some uh, compromise there. But when it comes to my business, I'm doing 
it the way that I know will work for me, will help the people I want to help and get in front of those people. And it just feels so awesome. And I hope that you agree with that. Or if you are just getting started, that you know that that's what's coming for you too. Next, it is something to be insanely proud of. I mean, duh, of course. You are someone who is going after your dreams. You're making it happen. You're refusing to play by someone else's rules, working for someone else, doing something that doesn't make you wildly happy. You are building your own business. That is crazy. Not many people do that. Not many people want to do it in the first place, have the guts to do it potentially, and can actually make it happen. And you are doing it. So that is something to be massively, massively proud of. So I hope that, again, you are letting that mental chatter quiet down a little bit occasionally so that you can be proud of yourself. So you can look at what you're doing, why you're doing it, who you're helping, how you're helping them, and what you're building and be super proud of yourself. Please take the time to feel that on a regular basis. And you know what? Celebrate it. Celebrate every single thing that you're doing, the tiniest thing. If you just sent your first email, celebrate it. Like that's what we do in HBS as a group. When someone does something for the first time, sends their first email, sends their first invoice, gets their first client, we celebrate it. That is a big deal. So please make sure that you are regularly being super proud of yourself and celebrating yourself for everything that you're putting together. And lastly, and there's so many more. I mean, in both cases, I could keep going with this uh, episode for hours, but to keep it on the shorter side, last one for today, it's good for your heart and soul. Having your own business is just, I think, this is just me personally, but I think you would agree, it's one of the best ways to follow your heart and do what you're meant to do from a deeper level. Um, It's a way to kind of like fulfill on your purpose and follow your calling and really make something special and purposeful out of this human experience that we're having. And again, there's so many people that can't say that because they are going to a job that leaves them unfulfilled, They're not, they're like purposely just shying away from their calling because of this fear, because of that mental chatter that's keeping them stuck. And you're not doing that. And when you have this purpose and you follow it, that fills up your cup in such a unique and special way that comes from having a business, which I think is so cool. It's like, yeah, you have financial success, you have freedom, you're helping other people, but also you're filling your own cup in a way that you can't get anywhere else. And you're doing that on a regular basis. Every single time you sit down to work, every single client that you have, that is all just like keeping your cup filled to the brim. And I hope you guys understand what I mean. It's like, that inner feeling of feeling full and happy and at peace, knowing you're doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing in your time here. Hopefully that makes sense. If it doesn't, just go with it. It's fine. Uh, But yes, so having a business, I think, is good for your heart and soul. All right, now one last thing I want to do with this episode. All that good stuff that we just talked about. 
that your business is rewarding and freeing and something to be proud of and to celebrate and it fills your cup. It all makes you feel amazing, doesn't it? Like just thinking about all of those things feels really great. Like warm fuzzies, right? So now the key here is, there's a point to this whole thing. The key is take that energy that you're feeling by thinking of all the positive aspects of having your own business, take that vibration and bring it into your business every single day. And again, I know it's hard. You're going to have days, weeks, months where you feel off, you feel out of alignment. It feels hard. Your mind chatter is going crazy. Again, we're normalizing that. We're letting you know here and now that that is okay and expected and normal. But also, what can happen if you take that energy of all the good stuff, you remind yourself of how amazing it is to have your own business, and you lead with that. You remember that even and especially in those harder times that we all have. Because when you do, the hardness softens, the patience increases, And guess what? Your business success will skyrocket. I promise you that. If you ever feel stuck, again, whole point of this entire podcast, but let me remind you here, if you feel stuck, it is from an emotional, mental, energetic place first. So go there and see what happens. So Remember all the good juiciness that we just talked about and bring that into your business every single day and see what happens. That'll wrap things up for today. I hope this conversation really just let you know that you're not alone, that it validates and normalizes all aspect of business ownership, not just those people you see who are in their private jets and buying these, you know, designer purses and all this stuff because their business was an overnight success. What else is there to business? And most importantly, I really want this to remind you how much power you have in what happens with your business, how it looks and feels to you. And the power starts in your mind. It starts with your thoughts, your beliefs, what you say, how you feel, how you act in your business. So always come back to that. All right, my friends, until next time, take care. If you're like most of my clients, you followed your passion for health, got your certifications, did the trainings, and now you're excited to have your very own thriving, impactful wellness business. But um, how do you actually do that? It's a common position to be in, especially in the wellness space, because no one teaches you this whole business thing along the way. This trend is exactly why I'm here, a passionate nutritionist turned business coach for wellness professionals, because I'm done seeing wellness practitioners continue to play small in their business simply because they don't know the right steps to take. If you're like most wellness pros out there with a dream to start their own impactful, freedom-filled business, you've probably spent hours trying to build your website, figure out what the heck to post on social media, and taking all the courses to try to get confident in what you're doing. Or maybe just the thought of all that sends you into a puddle of stress and overwhelm. 
Good news, you don't need a perfect website, a killer Instagram strategy, or to be an expert to have an impactful and successful business. What you do need is a plan. The Wellness Business Blueprint is the jumpstart you need to plan, prepare, and execute on your passion for helping others without that sinking feeling of overwhelm. Because this isn't like the other stuffy, boring business plans out there. The Wellness Business Blueprint is centered around you. What feels good to you? What's right for your business, your dreams, and your lifestyle? What keeps you in alignment and your energy flowing? What allows you to stay sane and stress-free and excited in your business? Because building your dream wellness business starts with a plan that works for you. This free 15-page printable workbook will take you through my signature flow and grow business framework so you can create your own business vision while gaining clarity, structure, and a solid plan to move forward. Download it today and get started on your business blueprint. Head to seanminer.com slash WBB, that stands for Wellness Business Blueprint, and get started building your dream wellness business today. Again, that's seanminer.com slash WBB.